0: will Christian and Dave May 28th, 2020
1: Can you hear me? Nope. Can you hear me? Yeah. Testy Checky. There we go. Now I can hear you. Oh, now I can't. I think it's a loose connection there. There we go. Intermittent. There we go.
2: Got it. <sighs> Minneapolis.
0: <sighs> Minneapolis is burning. St. Paul is burning. The world is burning.
2: George Floyd is dead. He was murdered by a...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so yesterday I went down there, um, and it was so much worse than I thought. It was just... It's an absolute war zone. It is worse today, of course, um, after the third night. But uh, I was there yesterday afternoon, and it was just burned out husks of buildings burned out cars uh graffiti everywhere broken glass everywhere rushing water down the streets water rushing out of the uh, upper floors of buildings Um, one of the things that was most disturbing to me was that it was kind of a party atmosphere Um, just people laughing taking selfies um uh, you know, people bringing their kids down there, and then there were uh, um, uh, one of the things that was incongruent with this whole thing, where there were like ladies out in the streets picking up trash just from the neighborhood. And I asked one of them, w- w- "Are you? Have you been hired by somebody to do this?" No, we're just from the neighborhood, and we're just cleaning up.
2: Well, you I know. mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people out. It's not a monolith. There's a ton of people who have a you know the expression of rage at and grief. The expression of rage and grief at the killing of George Floyd is being uh, expressed in so many different ways. And I know people who are saying, "Yeah, this is our community. We're going to we support the people who are out there in the uprising. Uh, the rage uh, about this continued killing of black people by policemen, and we." We want to participate as best we can with whatever we can. And I know people who've gone to the neighborhoods and said, okay, I'm just gonna be trash detail. We're, we're taking care of things because this is a crisis, and people are showing up like they do in a crisis in their whole dimensionality.
0: Yeah, they and, wanna, people wanna do what they can. They wonder what to do. They have no voice, even, even of you know, white people feel like they have no voice i feel like i i I'm, I'm looking to other people to for something to do i don't know what to do what do we do <laughs> what do us white people do how can we help
2: i mean this is a continued call, isn't it? This is just one incident. We think about Jamar Clark and Philando Castile. This is a. This is not new. This is an. Yeah, expression. obviously, this has been going on so, for four hundred so years. But w- t- and but white. Pe- but white people have been abiding this level of policing and brutality and the laws that favor the police over citizens we have been abiding this so that's such a good question Dave what do we do and I think that there are lots of but avenues. I don't think that
0: we are abiding it I don't think that you and I and oh, Pablo are abiding we, this
2: absolutely we are because you you asked the but, ger, you asked the germane question what do we do but we go to the and protests there, no, we no. do the voting we no, do no. the
0: but it, it, we no. read uh, white fragility we talk about white fragility we um, it's not adequate Okay, so tell me, what is adequate? So
2: so I think that is the germane question. Well, tell me. Well, we're asking it together. And some of the thoughts that I've had are a continued commitment to anti-racist action, to understanding the police force, to understanding our specific laws, to understanding Bob Kroll as the head of the union being a white white supremacist. supremacist. I mean, we're not in any way. I think um, hamstrung. We have avenues for action, and I think that it's it's just absolutely necessary to to
0: make phone calls, write letters. I mean, what actually do we do uh, that we haven't done? I've done these things.
2: So we have to. Keep- I've written
0: letters. I've I've made phone calls to my Congress people to. I, um, you know, I've campaigned, I've gone out door door knocking for candidates. I've, you know, like, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here, but what, but what do we, how, you know, and this is the, this is the thing, this is the frustration that everybody feels, I, I, I feel like, is that we don't know what to do to make this fucking stop. And this is why everybody's burning shit down. Because what is it going to take? What is it going to take for this bullshit to stop? There's anger. uh, Obviously, there's anger in my voice. uh, There's four times, a hundred times as much anger in other people's hearts who are more affected by it than I am. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I... was driving here, and uh, Walls, Tim Walls, was on. Uh, uh, was starting to give his uh, press conference, and there's there's desperation in his voice, and he's in a position of power. I mean, it sounded like he was about to start crying. He's frustrated. Everybody is frustrated, and and everybody wants. Well, a lot of people want change, want something to be done, and we are so deeply frustrated that we can't figure out how to get this shit done. I don't know. We can read about it, we can look at ourselves in the mirror uh, deeply. That's uh, that, you know, yes, that is is something that needs to be done. But how do we effectively change this it, it, Well, okay, so Kerry Miller um, on NPR, uh, the issue that they were talking about was police unions. Um, police unions are much too strong. There's much too, uh, th- uh, much, obviously in any organization you need unity and team building and things like that. But uh, police are effectively a gang. Um, and they protect each other. And they need to protect each other in their jobs. But that... Um, also works uh, in a negative way. Keeps them from reporting on each other, telling on each other. And uh, that's something. And, you know, we are, as liberals, we're all pro-union, gung-ho pro-union people, but the police union is a union that there are some big negative aspects to that. They work to get cops acquitted, That's their job. (sighs) So yeah, there's there's a lot here, and obviously, Christian and Pablo and Dave are not going to solve this problem.
1: But but now wait just a second, Dave. (laughs) We might early in the podcast. I I see Pablo (laughs) over there working
2: really hard. Well, the thing is, is that you know they say white silence equals death, right? And white people need to take up a stronger uh,
1: role. Well, not to be cynical, but you know that doesn't happen unless um, there's an ever present threat to the status quo. And. Uh, laudable as these protests might be, they don't constitute an ever present threat. You know, historically, these kinds of things can play out in a number of different ways, but I think it's unlikely that the status quo will be perturbed in the long run from this, though that saddens my heart.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, it- I guess I kind of agree with you that this we've seen this before. We've seen these kinds of protests before. I don't know that we've seen this level of violence and destruction before. But, you know, here we are again. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of like uh, school shootings. You know, how many kids have to die? It does. You know, apparently 25 children being shot with an assault rifle was not enough to affect any change does it have to be 50 does it have to be a thousand you know i don't know that it could ever be enough that there has to be some other base level change that happens you know like what how is it that um uh the gay community was able to get uh same-sex marriage to happen you know uh, affect this gigantic change it happened through you know will and grace happening and how it happened through this deep cultural uh um change that that happened at a grass, grassroots level um I think even deeper like in the soil the organic matter and this you know like we we now are a much less homophobic culture than we were when i was a kid and um and, but we're we're talking uh, about gross. Yeah, and can we do the same thing with uh, our racial issues?
1: Yeah, we're talking about gross racial and class inequalities. And I think that it's so inextricably a core part of this country that that's not something. It's not an easy get. No, no,
0: it's not an easy get. <laughs> that's for sure.
1: And I, I don't mean that flippantly, uh, you know. And there are a lot of vested interests opposing that end goal. There are a lot of entrenched systems opposing racial and class equality.
2: I mean, I think we should abolish the police. I should think we should dismantle it. Okay, People.
1: but let, let's say, how does that happen practically? Well, how, like,
2: did, how was it built?
1: Well, it was built over time. You know what I mean? Like,
2: they were. It was built to protect private property to hunt down slaves to um, I mean it's, it's a it's, yeah but it's built it's,
1: into the law you know what i mean like like if you want to do that just practically speaking h- how do you do that how do you advocate for that
2: well there's a lot there's a whole movement advocating for it and to understand that it's you know yeah it's barely a is there
0: i have not i've never i'm as liberal as i come i've never heard of a of a, a movement to Abolish police I, and I can't imagine oh, how sh- that could ever work because well. there are n- Violent people out there with There's violent white people out there with, who's going to arrest the guy the violent white guy with a gun You know who's gonna take I mean the rapists the you know, like what is it? From a practical standpoint, I can't see how that would work and, and I'm not you know, I I don't, I, I mean, yeah, I personally, like, did, did you ever see that uh, the video of the Swedish guys subduing the guy on the um, subway in New York, you know, where uh, Sweden, the, the Scandinavian countries take a much more humane and um, gentle approach towards policing. Um, but even they, I think, recognize that we do need police. There are crazies out there that need to be st- strongly yet gently uh, subdued and detained beca- uh, before they do harm to other people. Um, and I
2: mean, it's 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 a it's a huge movement. So and and I'm not saying it's a you, bad you, idea, for Frable. <clears throat> yeah. I'm just saying. <clears throat> and when and when you think about <clears throat> the 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 history of policing and the history of how the institution, we think of it as this thing that's always been there and always will be there but it isn't
1: but this is what I'm saying it's so a part of all of these systems yeah. that you can't just snip out that little no, part of it because it's an intrinsic part of a really inequitable
2: system I know and we're we're entrenched in it and we're part of upholding it because we have certain things we take for granted and that we're protecting, and. Now, well, I, yeah,
0: I want my house protected, you know. I don't want peop- somebody to be able to just walk in and just take whatever they want, you know. I mean, do you want there I, 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 I don't I, understand how it would work not having any basically enforceable rules, you know.
1: I don't think that's what the movement is advocating I think it's specific I to. I don't really
0: know anything about the movement.
1: To, yeah, and maybe so. Frable, you could talk more to this, but I, I think it's specifically about how police and those organizations are constituted today, in, you know, in our governmental systems and whatnot. I mean, you know, uh, it wouldn't have addressed George Floyd's murder, but uh, maybe uh, something that would be doable is to unarm you know, the police, like. Well, the thing like that England, was, yeah, the England. thing
2: that was the most. Um, searing in my experience yesterday at the rally at the government center, which was, uh, it was so moving and disheartening at the same time because, you know, I've been, been going to those rallies with my daughter since she was in, I think, seventh grade when Jamar Clark was killed. But the thing that was so, I just, it just, it just rocked me. Was when they said said all four, and the sea of people raised their hands with four digits up, and just chanted all four because the um, all four cops, all four cops, yeah. The the bystander, the 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 execution, the performative way George Floyd was murdered. It was a lynching. It was a Act with the expectation of immunity, and and it was so barbaric, and it was
0: and brazen, yeah, and and thank God. I mean, maybe it is that this this new age of everybody having a phone, a camera, a video camera in their pockets will. Help affect some of this change in the whole body camera well, thing and stuff, but for uh, sure
2: because of course this is happening. This has been happening, but yeah, we just, it's just, it, we're it, just it, seeing we don't. It now. Yeah,
0: we're just starting to see it, and maybe this new visibility will be the thing that actually affects change. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. Thank God that somebody had had a camera and, and documented that. Um,
2: but what good does it do unless we change the laws that? Create immunity for policemen. They have different laws. They are there's different uh, yeah. levels not, of culpability. Yeah, yeah, and we have to change those. That's something to advocate for to change. I, I'm, you know, I feel like the least expert person to speak on any of this. Honestly, I, 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 I I'm so ignorant, and I'm so hungry for more knowledge. But I did hear that this. Uh, Minneapolis police contract is up for renewal. Now there's something we can do. We can educate ourselves about what is the process of, um, we we of of these contracts, and when the president of the University of Minnesota comes out with such a brave stand, dis. what did Just, it, what was that? She she distanced the whole university from the police department. She said, "We are no longer oh, right, ready. right." I mean, that is yeah. a huge gesture. Of and it and we well, no longer
0: trust the Minneapolis. That's police right. Department. It yeah. is
2: the vote of no confidence that that it is not. It's and and I think that this whole police force and the whole structure of accountability or non accountability, it is not impervious to change. And that is something we can do. We can advocate for those um, changes and educate ourselves so that we're not just accepting that this is how it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, and so just to put this thing, put us in kind of a context here. Kristen, you've always, I think, been an advocate for more of uh, um, taking a deep look in the mirror. At ourselves as white people.
2: Well, I—it's I, a recent. I mean, I'm my learning curve is—you know—it's steep. But a couple years ago, I started a group called "Hey White Lady," and the idea is that um, white people, white women in hey, specific, <laughs> have to have to un un be part of. The dismantling of white supremacy and that because we are um, weaponized to be conscripted into supporting white supremacy if we're silent it 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 is a it is a for me it is a, a it's been a learning curve but it's been helpful to have something to do and to gather and i took my inspiration from the Combihee River Collective's um, anti-racist action, a group of black women in the 70s. And they're amazing. And it's the 40th anniversary of their statement. And I I just hate to be, I don't know, I hate to be used. And I think every white person who stands by as a bystander is then voted into white supremacy by just automatically... No. And I hate that.
0: Yeah, well, I think that there are some segments of the population that are are kind of getting, I don't know, uh, who who are starting to get that, are, are starting to get the way that they, that the structural racism works in our society and the, the, the whole concept of white privilege and white fragility and all that stuff. Um, but, it's a small minority of white people. And, uh, you know, I guess I would ask you, are you guys doing outreach to the Edina ladies, you yeah. know, or the um, yeah, uh, ladies in Farmington Absolutely. Uh, or, or, you know. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I mean, our mission is it's an inclusive racial workout space dedicated to moving white women out of denial into anti-racist action. It's that's oh. the simple nature of it.
0: Hey, white lady. Um, so what, have you got a website? Yeah, we do. Cool. What is it?
2: Heywhitelady.com.
0: Cool. Okay. Course Go I to that website, people, that are listening to this.
2: Everything's moved on to Zoom now.
0: Oh, right. Right. And Pablo, I think that you've always come at a lot of problems, or, you know, these big issues from a, sort of a class issue, a class structure issue. You've, so I don't Well, know, I don't
1: know. Do yeah, I don't think you can tease out race and class. I think it's all enmeshed. Part of the one big unsexy milkshake uh, <laughs> that constitutes our society. I um Yeah, you know, I have some extreme political views that I will not share. Yes. With share, 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 share. 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 Uh but um you know, I think uh I'm very proud of the young people that were out protesting. Uh, I'm impressed that they, uh, whoever it was, burned down the third precinct. Uh, Mixed feelings, but my initial honest sort of emotional reaction was actually pride. Um, I'm saddened for the property damage. I'm exceptionally worried about the coming weeks and the impact on the protesters lives and I wonder the,
0: about if they're going to get sick I you know going down there and seeing all the many of them with their masks around their neck and they're all crowded together and stuff I I I'm worried that they're going to get covid
1: Yeah I'm more worried about um police and military you know um actions that are coming You know, the the existing uh, power structure, they're going to uh, bring more force to the table as these um, protests continue. Now, as we know, there are some seditious elements among these protesters. There are um, people of faith and great belief and virtue and agents of political change. It's um, it. And so you know it's hard to say who's burning what and who's mm-hmm. doing what uh, but I do know, as I have many friends uh, that are involved that uh, that'm I'm, I'm concerned that they're at risk especially over the coming weeks because um, as these kinds of activities continue um, the there'll be more force applied to uh, squash them i think uh in a best case scenario for the movement the reaction is so overwhelming it impacts everybody and it's that crossing of the line that will cause political change but uh, i don't think that will happen i think more than likely um this will just um subside and a lot of young people are going to have a lot of very, I hope nobody's hurt and then I hope they don't have any legal repercussions from it because I don't think it's going to, it's not going to tip into a a loss of power for those that have it. That's my uh, just rough take.
2: Oh God. I I mean, the, the young people are so fervent. They're so deeply unimpressed with the world that we've handed them. And they have, I mean, the commitment. Do you think it's going to make them vote?
0: Do you think they'll vote? I think
2: they do vote. I, think they're, I don't
0: think they do vote. I know they don't vote.
2: Well, I, I hope that the energy that they bring to the coming months leading up to this election um, you know it's a it's, it's a sad reflection on our system that there is a lot of disenfranchisement there's a lot of disbelief in the efficacy of government or sh- power changing or democracy in itself when you know I talk to young people and they talk about how this country was built on slavery and it's f- and it's broken at the core and that our democracy is broken at the core and they're You know, they're very brilliant and knowledgeable, and yet their point of view is new. It's new to me because I'm old. I was brought up with a, you know, even though I was disillusioned by Watergate, I was brought up to think that I would become part of the system. I was going to be a voter, and I would be someone participating in the fruits of this democracy and would have a part in shaping it. Well, I don't think a lot of the young people have that same point of view
0: yeah they don't want to be part of the system
2: but i think what they do want is the transformation of the system so they want a different they want transform transformative justice so that i i see more political engagement from the youth than i do from my peers so i have a great deal of admiration for um, the folks who are out in the streets and the and and
0: is that but the, is that political engagement being out in the streets?
2: Absolutely.
0: I don't think it is. I mean, I think it is in in a in a weird oblique way, but I think of political engagement as going to the precinct caucuses. Yeah, but that's because you're old, Dave. The, no, <laughs> but that's how you get. I mean, we live in a society of laws and rules and political structure i mean when you talk about politics political structures we have got the republican party and the democratic party for better or for worse i'm sorry but that's the way it is we have a choice this november you can vote for donald trump or you can vote for joe biden those are the only two choices i'm sorry but that's the way it is and To vote for one or the other makes a big difference. Whichever one winds up in office is going to make a big difference, whether you like it or
1: not. Dave, I think uh, some people, and and we say young people, but it's not just young people. There's a broad array of of people out there protesting. But uh, some people would say, let's let it all burn down and build something new. So it doesn't matter if it's Trump. It doesn't matter if it's Biden. It's not serving me. It's all going over the, you know. It's all going to ash, and and hopefully once it's all down, we'll build something new. Yeah, and that's a long. And I think that
0: people on the left and the right feel that way.
2: Well, when you look at the fact that George Floyd was allowed to be murdered so brutally in public with people filming and begging the police to stop killing him and that that is legal. That is.
0: no. Well, I don't know that. Well, is. we'll, find out,
2: yeah, we? yeah. we'll Beca- find out. We'll find yeah. out. We'll find
1: out. I wouldn't be surprised if they get off.
0: Yeah, we'll, the, we'll see. But I mean,
1: if they're even charged, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Had Had they come out and put those folks in jail and said, we're going to charge them. We don't know with what this would have been uh different we would be talking about different things
0: you know what i would like to see is is actual cops rise up and and speak out against um against those four you know because i i know that not all cops are but i you know you go to the pride parade and you see all these gay cops out there and with flowers and and rainbows all over them and you know and i've talked to you know at the uh uh, open streets and stuff the the cops that are protecting or you know like the there are good cops out there
2: it's the system though a cop will a cop is is an individual only so far and then they must cleave to the rules of the system
0: yeah and that's where Just you know like police unions and stuff and the, what I started out by saying which which is that they effectively act as a gang of their own people you know they've team up and, and leave together and, and that's
2: the history of how the police were formed in gr- groups of thugs i mean originally the private it was a private situation where where people with wealth wanted to protect their wealth and so they would hire thugs and criminals <laughs> but
0: didn't all communities even you know tribal communities haven't don't they have enforcers and people who enforce the laws of the I don't know
1: you're I, saying I, like I don't say know. early you know some Native American early tribe or
0: European tribal people or any you know like haven't we always had people that we asked to help yeah. you know yes. to, like if, there, if somebody's going around killing people that we have people who go and subdue them or whatever or, you know I don't, I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass right now, but what the other, you know, name like, of a, yeah, I, I mean, there, it, it seems to me that there has to be, there has to be some people to help keep order in society, in groups.
1: Well, it would be an easier job if the society was equitable and just.
2: Yeah, because yeah. what is the order keeping? In order. Yeah,
0: yeah, order. Yeah, what, is, what does I, order mean? Yeah. yeah. Can
2: I read this thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is something that I came across this morning as I was thinking about uh, the the terrible night that we just had, and it's from the Reverend Dr. Ron Bell, who I'm not familiar with, but I read his short post, and I, I'd like to read it. It's called Do Not... Look away. My city is burning, but not in the way the media is showing. Did you see the fire? Not the one burning down the precinct, but the one burning in the hearts of the wounded in my community? The grieving mothers and grandmothers recalling the voice of our dear brother George Floyd as he called for his mother while taking his last breath the burning of the hearts of we who wept when our governmental leaders refused to arrest the murderer of this wicked and inhumane deed did you see that fire did you see the shattered glass not those easily replaceable windows scattered in pieces on the ground under our feet instead the shattered glass of expectation for justice the shattered glass of respect for our humanity that our murderers Continue to display the shattered glass of hope as we watched our brother's body lay lifeless under the knee of his murderer. Did you see that glass shatter? You must have witnessed the looting, not the ones the cameras and the social media love to exploit, but instead the looting of our human rights, the looting of our constitutional rights as citizens, the looting of our communities for decades by corporations for greed. Did you see that looting? I think you were so busy looking for a riot that you missed the gathering of the grieving. I think you were so busy looking for looters that you missed the lament and heartbreak of a community. I think you were so busy looking for trouble that you missed the tragedy of systemic racialized trauma on the bodies of black and brown people. Tonight, tomorrow, and even the next day, I beg of you, look again. Look again. I do not have a scripture for you, he continues. I do not have a perfectly curated historical epitaph from a giant like King or Martin to impress you with. Instead, I have a request for you. Look again. See the trauma and pain of my community. See the anger and anxiety. See the tiredness. Look again. Once you have really looked upon our sorrow, once you have put away your hashtags, retweets and emojis, once you have set with the weight of our sorrow, what? you will discover is my city has become your city. My pain has become your pain. That young person protesting has become your young person grieving. That kid looting has become your kid weeping. Do not look away, for then and only then will you be truly with us. Look again. It's powerful. I just was... all last night I was thinking, I see what's happening. I understand that this is voice. This is speech. I, I, I respect everybody who's going out. I'm worried about the children. I'm terrified of the infiltrators who are taking advantage of this community's terrible mm-hmm. moment and grief over the killing of George Floyd um but i'm i'm more worried that it will take focus away from his murder you know i i wanted i as i was coming over here i just wanted to to ground myself in in, in you know in the grief of this witness of this terrible situation
0: yeah 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 Yes. Yes. George Floyd. But also, yes, Philando Castile. Yes. I mean, a million, you know, I think that he is one man who sparked off something that had to do with many people or, you know, like many. This has happened to many, 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 many people over many many years and it's finally it's people just saying enough we were we are fucking sick of this happening this has got to stop now and yeah and uh, it's uh, but <clears throat> Yeah, to shift things. Okay, go ahead. I
2: I just think we should really ground this conversation back into what what can we do. Because we can sit here and talk theory. I mean, we can sit here and pontificate. We can sit here and explore. But really, yeah, what can we do? What are we going to do? And I mean, in a very practical, real way, where I mean, I know I have to take care of my people and I'm worried about the kids. I don't know if I'm gonna go out there tonight. If my daughter goes out, I will go with her. I'm, you know, she, she, she wanted to go so badly last night, and I, I convinced her not to. To stay home, to keep vigil, to be on the phone, to track her friends. I'll I
0: think, I think she, she should call her friends and tell them to vote. This is what I talk to Eli about all the time. Have you talked to your friend? You know, and, and I actually t- sat down with his band, with you know, he's plays in this band, and I asked him at one of their gigs, are, "How are, have you guys? Do you guys vote?" No, 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 no. Not.
2: I mean, none of these guys vote. They
0: Wait, don't believe in it.
2: Your 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 son. My doesn't son. Phone? Well, does my, vote? Eli
0: does, but his his, his his like his girlfriend just it, was, didn't believe in voting and I we had a fervent conversation about that and uh Eli said that he has worked on her for a long finally now she is swayed she's gonna start voting Uh, but the same thing with the members of his his band you know they're they're extremely you know liberal they there are young gen z beautiful people who want more than anything all the things that we want and yet they don't believe they're so disenchanted with the system that they don't vote and the, and this is exactly what the republicans want
1: not just the republicans i mean there are a lot of organiza- a lot of organizational half behind your government doesn't work nothing matters that's that's been going on for a long yeah, time
0: it doesn't make any difference we won't be able to and people think that they'll be able to affect quick change through things like burning down building which you know yes that is a, a message sent but unfortunately you know the thing that one of the things that made me sad about going down to ground zero last night was seeing all these small businesses and, like, the library, the public library burned out, um, the uh, li- the hexagon bar. I mean, could that, that's ground zero for, for like, all the liberal hippies in the world. <laughs> um, you know, burning down your allies and bur- burning down, you know, like, th- this is a blighted neighborhood that was, on the cusp of a turnaround, you know, they built all this low, low income housing there, this beautiful low income, uh, housing, uh, development, uh, that was just about to open. They burned that down. Um,
1: well, let, let's be careful with our terms when we say they, because I think that we, somebody, we have a great deal of sorrow. A man was murdered, uh, by the police it was caught on camera Um, this is part of a pattern and that um, the response to that was an overwhelming number of people protesting in addition to the protesters um, protesters versus rioters well I'm not I'm I'm just saying in addition to the protesters uh, and and perhaps within the protesters there is a spectrum of other elements. Some of these include protesters who do want to uh, burn things down and some of them include uh, white supremacists who potentially have embedded themselves in and and, uh, you know we don't know we don't know yet which is why I'm withholding judgment on it. On an emotional level I can't I'm not upset about the buildings I'm not happy with it, but I'm not upset about it. I just can't be upset about it. I'm much more worried about the safety of people that might be in those buildings, and I'm much more worried about the the crowds of people there, whomever they might be. And um, and we haven't seen a gross loss of life, uh, and I think that's an incredibly positive sign. We're, this is not... Um, sort of unregistered mayhem where people are attacking people and um you know this is this is something very different so mm-hmm. i think that's important to to remember
0: yeah I, had, it, I hadn't thought about that but that's true there there nobody's has anybody been killed in these things i don't
1: well i think there are a, I, a there few was one there cases, was one guy
0: that was shot but it was it was maybe possibly not, unrelated right, to right
1: and not not from a fire but two things um you know One, um, Frabel, I wanted to get back to um, McKenna. You don't want her protesting or you don't want her in those?
2: I want her safe. And yet I also respect that she's an adult. And if she needs to protest and wants to protest, I will do my best to support her in that. Um, You know, it was a moving situation. And you know, a, a scary developing situation. And because who, who the people out in the streets aren't a monolith, there are many elements. and I think m- people were people were trucked in from out of town. And a lot of the the unsureness, if it was this community protesting, absolutely yeah we go to you know i would always support mckenna showing up to protest but i don't think it was just this community i think th- i think it was a, a, a very volatile and unknown this was this was a different situation than we've ever seen here and i think it's partly it's advantageous because of our political climate we're vulnerable and there's covid that's another vulnerability i i you know, I, th- I think that we're at a really strange tipping point in our country.
1: But if you think that, sorry, Dave, but if you, you know, Dave was asking, what should we do? What should we do? And it seems like you're sort of aligned with people going out and protesting.
2: Well, I'm always aligned with live protests. I'm always aligned with people saying it's our right to go out in the streets and say what we think. And also that's my, I mean, that's, that's my community. You right. know the people who are working for social justice and racial justice, and and are part of movements to yep. change the system. But you're and, worried about well,
1: at I mean, this point.
2: we're all worried about the youth because it's a it's there. I mean, I'm worried about anybody who's out there in that kind of. I'm, v- I'm worried about Jeremy Norton right, right. as a firefighter. I know.
1: I'm just wondering how you gauge, and this is an earnest question. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to zing you. How do yeah. you gauge? your internal barometer of saying well the right thing to do is to go out and protest and be there and support the community and I want to stay safe I want to keep my daughter safe like is there a, a tipping point where you're like this is a, a sort of the right way to do it and or not right way to do it but this is the right air, arena for me to participate in and then and this isn't or this is safe and this is I I
2: mean I don't really have the 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 anything except my
1: your gut, your spider sense.
2: Well, my spider sense, and also, who, who am I marching with? Who am I protesting with? Who is showing up? What are? What's the messaging? You know, I, I'm.
1: And you're feeling spooked by this particular scene.
2: Well, not. I mean, let's. Let's not forget it's that, a question. that it's COVID. Yeah. So I'm. I am very conservative as far as COVID concerns. Is concerned because I'm old and I'm vulnerable and I have some underlying health con- health problems. But, yeah. But um, if it comes to it, I guess my barometer is who's out, who's out in the streets. You know, I went to the memorial. I went to the third precinct. I went during the day. I you know there were marches and rallies. There are people speaking. The community has a mic that they pass around, and I I want to support the voice of that and they're they're raising my child was raised in the movement where you go to the rallies and you go to the sure uh protests and you learn it is part of the tradition of entering into political agency and so i'm supportive of the youth and Yeah. I'm supportive. okay so
0: i want to come in at, at that point where you say come into polit- political a- agency because the place where i come in or, or, or the the thing that I guess I would always advocate for is the whole concept of organize, organize, organize. If you want political power, or if you want to make political change, there is only one, well, the, the strongest route toward that is to organize. Um, make a group have, have uh, uh, you know, there's, there's power in numbers and organization. And this is the thing that caused, um, The uh, marriage amendment to be uh, well first to be uh, the
1: the here's the key difference to to be
0: changed is that they organized okay but
1: here's the key difference Um, that the people advocating for that were across class lines there were a lot of people with money and power who were advocating for that Um, the I think a lot of the young people today. They don't feel ownership. They don't feel an ownership stake in all of this. So, so organizing along those lines might not yield the same thing for them. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, it, it is. I mean, these, this is a different generation and There's a tremendous amount of organizing happening, but it is not the kind of DFL organizing that you're maybe thinking of, and it doesn't have to do with being disenfranchised. It has to do with transformative justice. That there is a different sensibility and a different organizational prowess, and and they're very very sophisticated.
0: Yeah. Well, really, I I, because I don't. Okay. So I just want to say something about the DFL. So the DFL is something that people around the United States have never heard of. What, it, what the fuck is a DFL? It's a Democratic Farmer Labor Party, and the way that it happened was that there were two big parties here in Minnesota. There was the Democratic Party, which is more the national party, and then the huge here in Minnesota was the farm labor Farmer Labor Party, and the farm they, in order to s- consolidate political power, they merged, and that is called political organization. And this is the the thing that gets change done is that sort of organizing. And so if there are big groups of highly organized young Gen Z people like Eli and McKenna and whoever else, I want to see them and I want to see them organize and consolidate power power with the DFL and make a new system The, the, the you have to get point of, we point have to of, get involved with <laughs> the systems that exist in order to consolidate and make political and social change
1: okay point of clarification dave you are the frustrated um <laughs> version of Get off my lawn. And I say that with love. <laughs> <laughs> and you are calling bullshit on Frabel's Young People Are Awesome. Highly and organized.
0: I I don't think they are <laughs> highly does. organized. I think they're highly disorganized.
2: Well, that's not <laughs> the experience that I have with you. What
0: are the are these organizations you're talking about?
2: Are you familiar with Setu? No. Um, my daughter was uh, raised... What's, what's it, it called? Wh- uh, I, I hate, I I don't know, actually. Yeah, it's you can't a, ask any know, of us to recall I know. an actual well, fact. Yeah, an actual <laughs> name of something. I'm so sorry. That's not
1: cool, Dave. But, it, <laughs> but essentially
2: it was a, a baby organizer tank where they raise up the kids to know how to to organize, to do a campaign, to do... I mean, these kids are doing it all
1: on I mean, Internet. we have AOC, I think, yeah. as a result of some of these things, yeah. and, and uh, Ilhan Omar as yeah. a result of some of these... But
2: also we actions. have a, a, t- a tremendous um, and powerful young activist community who are starting organizations and are campaigning for things that they want and are, are using the system but also... They're disenfranchised from the system in such a way that they're, they're working to transform it because, you know, they're, they've been deeply disappointed by it. And who hasn't? I mean, he, what we, we came together to talk about are the fact that our city's burning because a man was killed. and um, Well,
1: it, the man wasn't just killed. The man was killed with impunity. He
2: was murdered by cop. And that's the world that these kids are more in touch with than we are because this is their youth. Their youth was spent at rallies with, I mean, 18-day occupation of the 4th Precinct when McKenna was in 7th grade. There's a tremendous brain trust that's been developed through trauma. In this, yeah, in in our city, particularly for some
0: people, I don't think Eli knows one thing <laughs> about that. I don't think that Roe, his the leader of his band, or any any of those. I think that that all the kids in his in that Waldorf school, I doubt any of them know anything about that. But and you might be surprised. Uh, it, it could be maybe two <laughs> know about about it. I barely know anything about that. Um, but uh, here, I got a question. Uh, this is uh, something I genuinely don't know about. Um, does, who is the who is the leader of uh, Black Lives Matter? Is there a national leader? And is that a national organization that is. Um,
1: I don't think it works like that. Yeah. Well,
0: how, how does it work? I don't. I mean, I think it's a I
1: movement. I don't really understand. Yeah. It's a movement. And so I think there may be some. Organizations, the you
2: know what? I'm just going to say, please just get 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 on your computer and yeah. do that research.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's I'm going to do. There's a, tr- the there's
0: there's there's look a at.
2: tremendous amount of leadership, and and uh, you know, there's a lot of different opinions generationally but about I, how it's moved through time. But yeah, I would just.
1: But I think what Dave is asking is. There, if you go to blacklivesmatter.com, is there a, you know an executive director of an organization?
0: And also, is there a, a, a protocol and a, a guys, way that we can? I just urge
1: you to do get your involved. Research. To, just, I'm, I'm not going you. to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well,
2: <laughs> I get that. I, I get that you're not going to. But I urge you to because um, you're on Instagram. You know, follow Patrice Colors, follow Alicia Garza. I mean. Just do, find, find, find out. Wait,
0: say those names again. No, I'm I'm going to just
2: let you do the Googling on your own off mic. No,
0: I know, but I Uh, I want those two names. Yeah,
2: I'll talk to you later. Patrice, wait, I want to write it
0: down. And and listen, we're on a podcast now. There's six people listening to this, and they might be helped by this too. Patrice who?
2: Okay, I'll get out my phone. Patrice Garza? I I will give, oh, dear God, help me. Help me here. I did not, I didn't think this was maybe, a, okay.
0: Well, and just those two names. Yeah. It would be a, a starting point.
2: I'll, I'll circle back to me. I'm going to get the, <laughs> okay. I'm going to get the correct appropriation and uh, spelling for you.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're dead air right now and we're killing. It.
1: Well, um, I'm watching Frable look things up on her phone guys, and that's its own go joy. Away. go, go
2: back, take, back, back away from the Frable.
1: Um,
0: <sighs> well, when we, when we arrived, there was a helicopter circling overhead. So and there? that went away. So that's good news.
1: Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm concerned for, you know, had a, friend that was uh he's very committed to the protests he was down there last night and um you know i was checking in with him because i was concerned
0: which which friend was that it was my
1: it? friend dj dj yeah uh, what
2: what's like uh, yeah
1: okay. donald hooker jr you should facebook friend him donald he's Hooker, a jr. lovely cat um
2: and a and a, a really good activist yeah
1: activist young person activist um African American gay man Yeah, and I've, excellent I've chess player. Him. I've met him a couple of times. Yeah, you've yeah. met him at my my pad. But um you know, just worried. Worried want those want the people that are out there to be safe and uh um
0: I want them not to get sick.
1: Oh. Well, that's a flavor of safety, yeah.
2: Yeah. You know. Fraves,
0: how are you doing over there?
2: I just I just uh texted you. Well, Fraibes, no, 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 there, I, I want yeah, I want this to be on tape yeah.
1: too. And Frable, also, who's in charge of the woman's movement? Can you, can you text me that?
2: And also, what are the fine features of the almighty God? And what does they, what do they look like?
1: Well, that, the answers to that are in the, um, the scripture. <laughs> <or in> scripture <laughs> Which so. scripture is that? <laughs> well, pick one. Okay,
0: I'm just going to say this because for some reason, Fraves doesn't want to say it. So the two women that, that she... Uh, cited that we should go down an l on is Alicia Garza. Her name is spelled A-L-I-C-I-A Garza, G-A-R-Z-A. And the other one is Patrice Colors Uh Patrice P-A-T-R-I-S-S-E Colors Brignack is C-U-L-L-O-R-S. Dash, B-R-I-G-N-A-C. Okay, so I'm going to check out these women. I'm also going to check out Black Lives Matter, see what the organization...
1: I want to answer your question, Dave, about what we should do. Uh, You know, I work a lot in the social justice sphere and social services. I work a lot with nonprofits. Um, I donate a portion of my time to different organizations to help create um, video to convey their message. And I think I need to take that endeavor a lot more seriously. That's what I think. I think I need to up the amount of time that I spend contributing to those causes. And maybe I need to be a little more tactical, um, and a little more ambitious with what I'm doing in that sphere. Because those are the tools that I have available. It's a powerful tool. Video. Well, and I would also consider. You know, you um, you're a small business owner. Um, You know, maybe there's something that you can do. I don't know if. Magneta Poetry donates time, or, or do a projects. racial justice, do a Black Lives
0: Matter kit.
1: Yeah, there you go, there yeah, you go. Exactly. Get in
2: touch with Alicia Garza and Patrisse Cullors and 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 collaborate, and
1: then donate a portion of that, you know, um, kit right. to to a particular cause. I think yeah. those are, you know, I'm not going to the protests because I'm worried about COVID, and um, I've never, I've just never done that sort of thing. It's not part of my political expression but um, you know, for better or worse. But I do think it's important to find what your political expression is and then to constantly evaluate, is it enough? Which is what I hear you asking. And, um, and these kinds of moments, in addition to all the sorrow and my concern, they definitely make me ask that question. And, and like I said, I think I need to take the amount of time and what I do in terms of donating my time and energy Maybe take that a little more seriously.
2: You know, it, Hey White Lady, we, ha- we are developing organizing questions. And it goes back to, oddly enough, our theater training with who, what, where, when, how, and why. And um, some of it is, how are you spending your time? And then, where are you putting your money? And who are you creating a relationship with? And who are you listening to? And the, the idea being that with an organizing question and uh, through the filter of a commitment to anti-racist action, there will be opportunities that you start to create for yourself to go, oh, I can use this. I have a little bit of zhuzh of over here and I can put my energy there or I can Organize this around being committed to anti-racist action in my life it's just a kind of a filter you know what I mean just a, a way to say I'm committed to this and I'm fumbling stumbling awkwardly forward and hoping to be um hoping to put myself in relationship like Pablo you're in relationship with all these nonprofits, and um you know, Dave, you're in relationship with this extraordinary tool that people used for their own expression because you created it. And just to put an anti-racist commitment, on, a filter on everything we're already doing and yeah. recognize that some of that white undeserved advantage can be used as fuel to, to push the edges forward and to be part of Making a more just and humane and equitable world to transform our world. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, we're going to make a Black Lives Matter kit if, if it's legally possible to do it. Well, that's why I say. I, I, I hadn't even thought about that before. Well, that's, that's crazy. Well, that's why I
2: say get in touch with the top leadership and collaborate because the one thing that we want to, of course, be aware of is appropriation and, and, and 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 attribution that's why i'm always you know i'm the worst cuz i always get things people's names wrong and i'm not i'm not a great fact giver but <laughs> let's just be honest uh, but but when it comes to kind of understanding that w- as a white person i want to tread very gingerly forward and be Advised. I want to be advised and be aware that I'm 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 somewhat handicapped by my own white lens, and I want to be open to being informed by others. So those relationships to cultivate are 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 there for you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Black I mean. li-
2: man. A Black Lives Matter um, magnetic portrait would with be with all
0: proceeds donated to. To the cause,
2: right? Guys, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially if, I mean, the thing that's interesting to me about those kinds of vehicles are you might reach, uh, even in some small way, somebody who would never have come across that notion before and impact them and engage them in some way. And maybe it's a small thing, but I think those things matter over time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. All right well you
1: guys let's just have a um a very brief moment of silence for george floyd uh, very uh, brutal tragic murder very sad loss and um and hopes for his family and yes. those that knew and loved him yes all right moment of silence There we go.
0: Take care, guys. Be well, everyone.
1: Love you.
2: Love you.